Welcome, everybody, to episode 47 of the Space Publix Podcast, live from the Sears Center Arena. Not really, but hey, it's fun to say. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Pretty good. How you doing, Matt? Well, some wrestling needs to be talked about, so you know. we got to get to that. I suppose so, if you want to. Why? You don't want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to no, talk about some fine. graps? It's fine. We can talk about the graps. All right, let's talk about the graps. <laughs> so we're going to go over uh, several shows. Uh, AW's All Out, NXT, UK, TakeOver Cardiff, which I saw Mike didn't, so there goes that. Uh, also NXT's TakeOver Toronto, SummerSlam, which also he did not see. And maybe talk more, talk some about my King of the Ring predictions, even though I also haven't been following much of that. So, But I've been following it enough to know Who's what, where, when, and uh, who I think will win. So, Sound good, Mike? Sounds fantastic, Matt. Okay, then. So we'll first go into NXT TakeOver Toronto 2019. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Would you like to take it from here, Mike? No. All right, good. Because I already did it. I know, you <laughs> stole it. Neat. All right, so uh, one of the uh, undercard matches on the that were for NXT t- Toronto that were done for the show before you know TV show the previous then following week was uh, the breakout tournament final and Jordan Miles defeated Cameron Grimes and therefore will take on uh, it, uh, Adam Cole in the in a re- in a soon to come. Coming soon show. I think it's this ne- this next Wednesday. I'm not sure exactly. Do you know? I think that is true. Yes, it's coming up next episode. He's going to get a title shot for winning the tournament. And I always knew he was going to be the one to win it. Like I just oh, fucking knew. Did you? It's ACH, so he's going to get it. Like who else? I don't understand what. I understand how that means anything, but that's that's who it is. That's who it was. Uh, that's what his former name was. He's yes. like the, he's like the most prominent guy of any of the eight. So I was like, that's probably who's gonna win. That's just based on my own. Just that was the only evidence I needed. It was that he was the most prominent guy in the eight man tournament. But what about the former Trevor Lee? Who the fuck is that? The guy facing the finals. I, I, I'm asking Cameron you. Grimes. I, okay, I know that part. But who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's funny. You're funny. <laughs> Former X Division champion in Impact. Okay. I yeah. don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know who ACH was. So see did. how this is my point. This is what I'm trying to say is that you may think the. He's well known, but I didn't know him, and then vice versa with who I said. So, hey, I think ACH was in, was going over to uh, do a bunch of New Japan stuff last year, so that's why I know him. <laughs> New Japan, please, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, whatever that is. Whatever that know. is. Yeah, I don't know. Shit, I didn't think one thing about uh, Cameron Graham's winning, but I also was not assuming anybody to win. Unlike you. That's right, because you don't have the 
you don't have the the sharp mind that I do about predicting things. Oh, we'll get to that later. I got a sharp mind for something. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get to another takeover. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see about that. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So get it out your system, all right? It's out. All right, good. Well, we're going to go on now and talk about the Street Profits. Defeated the Unspirit Era to retain the tag team titles. And then two weeks later, lost them. That's right. But that happens. That's right. My <laughs> boys, they got it back. Three-time champs, first time in a tag division in NXT. First three-time so, champions. I have a question. You saw both matches. That's right. Did you like the retention match, or did you like the where they got defeated? I mean, the match itself. I don't mean the outcome. Obviously, you like the outcome of the second match. Oh, yeah, the outcome. It's <laughs> got my boys. The no, outcome absolutely. is... Chef's kiss. No, actually, the, uh, the the takeover match was better. Yeah, I thought so, too. But uh, I didn't think by a lot. I just thought it would buy a little, but it was better. It was better. <laughs> That's why I kind of wish... I kind of don't really understand why they didn't just do the switch there. I mean, yeah, I agree. This makes a lot more sense to do it there, because then you, then you don't immediately think, well, I guess they're in, they set this up, this whole thing to, uh, you know, where the Interspeeder is trying to get all the men's gold under their, uh, in their faction, and then they immediately they fail. So it's like, well, obviously that's not happening. But then, like two weeks later, as we said, they do it. So I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird and choice. I think, I think during this time period, where they set. They did the tapings right after, and then so they already had taped them losing it. But here's what happened. So I, previously to this, to old title change even happening, taped or otherwise, they uh, they were showing up on Raw just doing backstage skits and shit and randomly doing saying you know just having a talky talk segments, and they had the belts on, and a lot of times they were keyed with the you know. Hey, here's our team name. Here were the champions, right? And the Raw, after they had done the tapings, but it hadn't aired yet to where they lost them, they showed them, they keyed them as the champions, but they didn't have the belts. <laughs> I don't understand why you can't have the belts still. I mean, it hasn't aired yet. Why did the... I just, you know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. And it's not cohesive, and then it gives away, in a way, for those who are no, notice those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, in the long run, whatever, right? But it's a small detail that I think sticks out more than maybe they thought it would. And what does it hurt, right? So, anyways. So then, of course, the following week after this has already aired, the Raw, of course, shows them doing the same thing as they usually do on Raw. Without the titles and without being keyed as a champion. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So that was that little quinky dink. So um, then we had another takeover match. It was Candice LeRae being defeated by technical submission. Yoshirai. Yoshirai won. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's right. So how do you like her new, how, her, her whole new thing? Oh, you mean... How do I like I think the we, fact that she actually has a character now? Yeah, well, that's that for one. Personality? I, we've probably gone over this already, <laughs> but hey, fuck, whatever. I mean, we've had more time since we last possibly have talked about it, because hell, I don't remember what from show to show we talked about. <laughs> but um, 
you know, since you've had more time to digest her new character. What do you think, Mike? I think it's great. It's better than what she was doing as a baby face. I don't. I, I saying she doesn't have personality beforehand was is a little uh, harsh. I I don't really believe that, but but uh, I do think this is definitely better for her than her track record and what that was happening as a baby face. So I, I approve. I think it's good. Her character is friends. I don't need no friend. Well, they need to stop saying that shit. That's true. We get I don't it. care. I don't, I don't care about that anymore. That's cool. She's a mean, mean, mean woman. So anyway, she's one of them nasties. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought. Uh, I thought uh, this. This was. Well, this is probably my second favorite match on the. Uh, on the on the takeover here that we're talking about. Um, I'm not. I'm not a fan of looking like since this show that looks like they're just going to continue the feud between these two. Uh-huh. I feel like Kanslery needs to be just needs to be body bagged by Io Shirai and then move on. You know, <laughs> somehow bag. get her back up on the top of the women's card since uh, since we still have the same champ again. Yeah, because since the show, uh, we got to see a different challenger and it was not Io Shirai. It was a surprise uh, showing from Rhea Ripley, my yeah. girl. <laughs> now, I don't hate that necessarily. I just don't. I don't, I don't know that. So, you know, maybe it looks like they're just going to, maybe they're going to hold out on Shirai now, do this real quick thing with Rhea Ripley, which is pretty cool. I, I actually pretty, I, I was pretty happy to see her out there. Nice. Um, despite not having a lot of experience with her. Um, but, uh, and maybe they'll just continue. Maybe, maybe I guess Io Shirai has to get put in a second body bag. I don't know. Or I'm sorry, uh, you know, cancel Ray before we uh, <laughs> get on to whatever, you know, <laughs> with uh, Io Shirai hopefully going back to the top of that card. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. But uh, uh, Shirai is finally doing the uh, matches that quality that uh, everyone was claiming Shirai was doing, but I wasn't seeing. So. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm not sure. Other than they need to fill now two hours upcoming on USA, I don't, I don't really otherwise see the reason for why they have Rhea Ripley there. Though I will admit she does need more help with her. I don't know if necessarily doing a program with um, the fuck Shayna Baszler is gonna necessarily help that so much but we'll get to that specific match when we get to it on this card Mm -hmm. as far as like what happened here um so and we have the north america title triple threat pete dunn and roderick strong both challenging for velveteen dreams title um were you expecting a title change and if you were who was it i was because i predicted that uh since they set it up, I predicted the uh, Undisputed Era was going to have all the gold at the end of that night, but that did not happen. Uh, Roderick Strong did not win, and that's who I predicted to win, based on my thoughts from what I just mentioned. And this is my match of that night, uh, for sure, of this uh, yeah, that was really show. Good. Uh, Very fantastic, nice. good stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know 
if they're really going it doesn't look like they've now that now that uh Inspira has the tag titles back again already uh and adam cole still is the nxt champ it makes me wonder is roderick strong actually going to take that title now off but how because they haven't hinted at it he's going to take another shot or anything so i don't know i seem to th- thought that he last showed that he was gonna get a one-on-one so oh well, i don't know maybe that happened and i just i just uh, uh excised, it, excised it from my mind i don't know <laughs> He's your boy. Why would you access everyone's mind? I don't know. Just lots of wrestling this weekend. I can't help it. Too, too much. Too much. Too much. So uh, the s- second to of uh, to the top match was Shannon Baszler defeating Miriam via submission to retain the women's championship. She's had it now for over a year, or close yeah. to a year. She's second all time next to Oscar for number of days reigning. Um, this match, despite I typically like Miriam, and I w- but I do admit there's some definite improvement that needs to be done. Here it shows here. This match really showed her limitations, and a bigger in a bigger way than I've ever seen. Actually, yes, yes. I was really unimpressed at this match. This is like such a bad match in my opinion. It's really slow, kind of, kind of sloppy kind of boring it's yeah like, it got to a point where i was like this shouldn't be good. it felt like it was going too long at one point well any bad match is going to feel too long you know depending. Right. but yeah the, i i don't i don't feel like uh shane Baszler's not the kind of wrestler i feel that can carry a, a not so good wrestler to a, a great match or even a good match and the fact that you say that makes me worry about uh, Rhea Ripley facing her as well. That it's going to show some same similar flaws. Because yeah. I feel... Because I kind of get the same thing out of her that I get out of me AM, where I want to like them and I do like them to an extent. And their characters are pretty cool, both of them. And unique amongst any of the women on any of the shows they might have been on. But uh, at the same time, I see... That they're not that skilled, even though they are, do look like they're learning. It still looks like they have a lot to learn. Yeah, I mean, Medium has like a billion years to learn. <laughs> this match. Which is kind of sad because she's <laughs> actually been around for a little bit. So. I know. So, what you gonna do? You can't put her in another fucking world like that. My God, my God. I mean, she has more <laughs> experience than. Uh, uh, Bianca Belair and Bianca Belair didn't look this bad. No, no, when she, she was didn't. put in the same spot recently. Right, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah I'd rather see her back there. <laughs> yes, I would rather see her and Baszler once again, and then maybe she finally takes it off Baszler. That'd be a great thing. But we haven't seen her in a while, so. Yeah, that's true. But you got another hour to fill, so there you go. Yep, another hour I coming mean, soon. I mean, not another hour, typically because of advertisements now, so. Maybe another 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Because you know how those things are. Maybe another half an hour, but yeah, that's really all it's going to be. It won't be much longer, but still. Um, and then finally, the main event was two, another two out of three falls match. I was not looking forward to this match because I was like, I didn't feel that they needed to do a two out of three falls match the first time they fought. Then they did their singles match, the regular one fall match, the second time around, which is weird. But anyways, Adam Cole did retain as it was... 
empirically obvious as we were leading up to the talking about this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over Johnny Gargano, two to one falls. And this was a match where it was uh, the first match was a regular match. Then it was a street fight. Then it was a, a barbed wire steel cage match. And they actually did use the barbed wire. <clears throat> well, not really. To an extent. It was more like teased. It wasn't actually used. That's true. It actually was. Actually it was true. like clipped off and he's putting around his fist or whatever the fuck it was, but it didn't actually get used. Um, it was just lining the top. The barbed wire was lining the top of the uh, the cage, but that was the only spot with it that was just a teased spot. It was not used. Um, but yeah, it was more of like a weapons hardcore match. It was just the cage had a bunch of weapons strapped to it. You could just take whatever. Right. Yeah. And all that. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I didn't like this one that much. I mean, I'm okay. That's not true. I thought it was a good match. I rated it pretty highly. But in the end, I thought it was too long. It was like over 40 minutes. 46, and that was, yeah. yeah, it was. It's not surprising to go long if it's a you know two out of three falls. But I just they didn't need to do another one of these two out of three falls matches. First of all, and and also the matchup was for me tired already. I was like. Adam Cole needs new opponents. Johnny Gargano can go away. <laughs> Johnny Gargano is great, and I love him to death, but he needs he needs to disappear for a while because he, with various opponents, have, he, he, is, he specifically has monopolized the top of the uh, main event card of all these takeovers for like the last couple of year, two years. Uh, Champa mainly, and then now Gar- Cole. And it's like... It's time we get somebody else in there. <laughs> exactly. So, no offense, just just you're, you've been overexposed. It's time to time to take a time to take a sabbatical, Gargano. <laughs> or as I can take a tons more coal. We're, I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I just thought this was kind of a mostly unnecessary match. I liked their second one a, a lot. It was the, my favorite one, uh, partly because don't need a goddamn two out of three falls match all the time, and it was more exciting for that because, as always with these best of three, is that you always got them trading the first two and then going to the third. So it's like, why are you even doing this at all? But that's how they always go. I know I say that, and then I loved fucking you know Okada and Omega from 2018. When they went over an hour. <laughs> yeah, but are you really good? Would you ever watch it again? Because knowing how long it is, it's not likely. <laughs> yeah, I'll say exactly. that much. <laughs> it was an amazing, amazing match, but this one is not as good of a match. And it's just like it really needs to be a really rare thing to do this kind of mini falls, and you really got to have a good reason for it. And I feel like uh, Okada and Omega had a good reason for it. These guys. Maybe one time, and probably not the first time, because that was weird, like you said earlier. Yeah. It was, it was. the first one they did did one, and then the third one they did it again. It's like, so, yeah, it was a good match, but uh wasn't super big into how long it was. Just, man. Yeah, I think I, I, think I preferred, like, the, the second Fall Street fight the best, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Probably, if you're gonna pick those. Yeah, you, you had some freedom, but you weren't like contained to the ring. So yeah, because mm-hmm. like when you see the 
when you see the weapons on the cage, you're like, well, didn't we already technically do that? <laughs> you know, just now you're just making it so they can't move anywhere. So. Mm-hmm. And the tease is kind of stupid because everyone's like, anyone who believes that they're going to do it is kind of dumb because it's no blood. They're not allowed. So it's, yeah. it's like, anyways, <laughs> whatever. Absolutely. So anyway, despite the fact that I thought the women's match was, well, the, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to uh, specify here because there are actually two women's matches on this card, which is not typical for a takeover. Out of five matches, it's usually just the women's title match, whatever that is. Uh, despite the women's title match here being really bad, uh, I still gave it a really good A- minus for the entire show, just because on the strength of every other match being really good. So, so you escape by this time, takeover. By having a one-star match on your card. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it happen again. Oh, yeah. wouldn't want that. That's right, um, you wouldn't. A more recent show, and also a takeover. This is from the UK, and NXT UK takeover Cardiff. This happened last Saturday, and the same day that All Out happened for AEW, which we'll also get to. Um, but... Uh, just want to mention this real quick, and I didn't really do any like hard thinking about who would win or predictions beforehand, but I did do it as the match as the guys were coming out for their match. Each match would come out, I'm like, okay, who's gonna win? Uh, this guy, real quick, and that's 100 correct. So there you go. There's where the mind works, right there. <laughs> you got a great mind there, Gorilla. <laughs> yes. Um, so the first match was. Noam Dar defeating Travis Banks and what was a kind of surprise uh, sudden victory over, I think, I forget exactly what the uh, ending was, but I felt I was sitting there going, eh, Travis Banks should probably win this because of what happened last time on the show that they had in January. But then I thought, eh, he's not gonna. Because they don't, they, don't ha- they don't have, he's fallen, he's in a way their version of uh uh, Dolph Ziggler, where they don't really want to push him, but kind of position him as they want to push him, but they don't really pull the trigger. <laughs> it's less obvious with him, with Banks, but it's still, it's a thing. So, there you go. <laughs> uh, then we had the impromptu match that they were teasing. Uh, Cesaro coming to the show that they teased on, I believe, Raw last week or SmackDown or whatever. And he's like, oh, I might have a hands-on approach. Maybe. And he's backstage with an interviewer, Ilya Dragunov, who's on the UK uh, brand or whatever shows. He just does his usual weird shit that I don't really care for. It doesn't click with me. Just like, he's like running and shit all the time. <laughs> it's, it's almost akin to, but not slightly, not exactly, but it's almost like the berserker with his hand out. Oh, oh, yeah, shit, whatever. Anyway, so weird shit. I don't understand him, but he just uh, looks at him, does some of that shit, and then uh, Cesaro just looks at the interviewer and just like winks and puts it in his mouth guard and fucking walks away. So clearly we're getting that match, and yes, we did. Cesaro won. Not surprising there. But it was a good look for Ilya as far as the match went. Well, that's good to hear. I know. You don't, you don't know any of these guys or hardly any of these. You fucking don't know him, so. I definitely don't know that guy. I can't even, 
I can't even uh, imagine what you're describing that he does, the thing he does. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that mean looks like. Yeah, I've seen him multiple times, and this is not, this is by far not the, just a little thing where I saw once in a while and then thought I didn't like it. I've tried to let it, I've seen it multiple times, many, many times. And in fact, I've seen every appearance he's had on their TV, and I just don't get it. But, anyways, then we had probably the best match of the night. Uh, and this is probably something you usually say about NXT Tag Team matches. This is for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Uh, triple Threat, it was uh, Gallus, which is which is the team of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, which is the team of Zach Gibson and James Drake, who were the champions in this match. And they were defeated by Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. And they were the hometown crew there, so that was a good win for them. The, the crowd was hugely into this, but doesn't mean much to me because they're hugely into just about anything. If they serve shit, they'll probably cheer it. Um, that's my take on it. <laughs> I mean, you saw the show in January, so you can relate yes. to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it was very much the same here. But this this match was definitely uh, worthy of that praise. Um just a bunch of great spots there, of course. A lot of times, uh, I feel that the three-way, the, or the the grouping of Gallus that also involves Joe Coffey uh, with those other two are usually overpushed and kind of just not exciting all that much. But mm-hmm. they still did their did enough here that made it warranted worth putting in a match, even if it shouldn't have been the case. So. That was good, good stuff. Um, speaking of Joe Coffey, then he defeated Dave Mastiff in a last man standing match, where early on in the match, the ring qu- ring rope, quote unquote, broke. <laughs> sure did, sure did. <laughs> With uh, when um, Mastiff uh, did an Irish whip of Joe Coffey into the corner, and it just popped right the fuck out. And yep. I showed it to That's you after I saw it to you after I. After I saw it, I backed up a little bit and I was waiting for it to warm up to it. And then as soon as it was about to happen, I looked at your face. You're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whoa. (laughs) And, of course, eventually they they brawl outside the ring. And, you know, it's time to use the TMT from 1991 or 1990, whatever the fuck. You know, cricket. And so, yeah, one of them had a cricket bat. And so, because, you know, they're in UK. So, ha, 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 ha. Um, and after a bit of that and some other shit around ringside, they went off towards into the crowd. And eventually, despite the fact that this announce table and then what announce team was, was buried all the fuck back in the crowd, like back where you just would have never noticed it, never expect them to put it. That's where they put it. And they eventually found their way back there because of course they always do. And there was a power move done, but the table didn't break as usual. Then they go up on this little scaffolding that's like right behind them, uh, behind their backdrop and stuff. And I'm just like, of course they have it there for this spot. And then I hear Vic Joseph, who's one of the commentators, say, oh, we did the pre-show up there. I'm like, why would you do the pre-show up there? That's what I couldn't stop thinking about after he said that. <laughs> I was like, why would you be the pre-show up there? What well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, if you did, you did. I don't know. I don't watch it. I'm not going to watch it. But still, why would you do it up there? <laughs> Just 
that question needs to be asked. You know what I'm saying, Mike? <laughs> I know, I completely get it. And so it didn't take long before they fall off into a bunch of tables that are under a bunch of black aprons or whatever the fuck you want to call them. So, so you know, it's just a big crunch. And uh, then eventually, they're after trying to get up from that, there's a uh, one of those um, cases that they put you know officer equipment in has wheels on it and. As they're both trying to get up, Mast- uh, Mastiff's about to get up with his feet, and Joe Coffee kicks it, so it rolls away out from under him, and so he collapses down, and then Joe Coffee wins. So kind of a cheap place to do it, but whatever the fuck he won, I don't care. Um, I will say <laughs> that the overall was kind of a bleh, kind of a blah match, and it probably would have been more blah if it wasn't for the ring rope quote unquote breaking. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. It was fine for what it was. So then we had the uh, NXT Women's Championship match. This was Tony Storm defending against Kaylee Ray. Um, she comes out and doing a yoga, yoga pose or whatever the fuck is going on. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, but <laughs> that's just explained. a quick real thing. I remember back some episodes ago when we were talking about the potential confusion between AEW's Kylie Ray and this Kaylee Ray. Yes. And uh well now you don't have to worry about that because no one ever talk about uh Kylie Ray ever again in AEW because she got released. Well she wanted the release. I know, but I'm just saying. Good for you to say. No one's gonna confuse him. There you go. That's Anyways, right. um so so Tony Storm has had this title since she beat Rhea Ripley in the January takeover that you saw. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, she's been, she's got a cool look to her, but she's not, I'm not a, into her, uh, what's it, uh, Braden Harrington on that usually reviews the NXT shows for post wrestling. He's into her. He, 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 he does like what I do with Ripley. I, he calls her my girl. And <laughs> I never, I, I don't see the, I, like, I see the appeal of what she looks like, like what she wears on the way out and stuff. I get all that. But as far as the personality, not a whole lot there. It doesn't do a whole lot for me in the ring. So, and I will admit that Kayla Ray doesn't do a whole lot for me either. But she at least has a little more personality, so uh, that that's enough for me, and I guess. So I called well, this one. It's more than the other one, I guess. I guess. Teaspoon more is more, right? It, it is. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, I don't want to shortchange Kayla Ray. She's pretty good, but you know. And I just have to see more of her because she is newer than most of the women there. So, and so I called Tony Storm to drop the title, and she did. So there you go. There's that. So we have our third ever women's UK women's champion, and it's Kelly Ray. And so then the then the uh, you remember the match that Pete Dunne had with Joe Coffey for the UK title back in January, and how it was overly long. It seemed a bit too much, and the, but the crowd wouldn't stop ex- being excited about her no matter what. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same problem here. It went overly long. It was 42 minutes. Really? It, it was Walter defending against Tyler Bate. It was a much better match overall, but again, it went too long. I, they could have easily made this half an hour instead of 42 minutes and shave off 12 minutes. It would have been fine. They give so many fucking near falls. Like, like oh, this is the... F- like Just so many spots... Uh, in, the, in that last 12 minutes, they gave at least five. I counted at least five. I remember counting five at least. 
that Tyler Bate got where he got these near falls on Walter where everyone thought he was going to win. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not. So it got me a couple times, but then after like the third time, I was like, no, he's not. It's not happening. And it was also kind of funny is that in the entrance, when they were making their way out, there was a sign that reminds me of the, it was it was the same sign. It was just, it was spitting out names differently. Um, you know, back in the day when people would say, well, if Cena wins, we riot. Well, this one was, if Walter wins, we riot. And he did, and they did not riot, as I expected. So I'm calling everything 100%, including the not riot. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, Walter, like, pretty much never got anything as far as, like, near close near falls against Tyler Bate, almost at all, until he got his actual fin- pinfall win. Um, hmm. whereas like Tyler Bate did his Tyler driver 97 and he got a lot of other things on the guy and it went to really close three counts, but wasn't, um, and it just feel like it, they would do this spot like that. And then it would kind of dial it back and then build up to another one and dial it back. And that's the, that's where the tiring part got in, which is the same problem with the January match. Yeah. Um, I guess they have to be on a, a regular NXT takeover before it's good. Huh? I guess because yeah, Walter vs. Pete Dunne was great. Yeah, there. and this also was uh, apparently what I'm seeing here: 25 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, didn't go nearly as long. No, <laughs> I don't know what these UK fucking fans need 42 minute matches for, but they seem to want it. Because <laughs> um, if I go back to the other one real quick, that one was 34 minutes, and it felt crazily long too. So there you go. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, like, so Walter even did like his power bomb. And that didn't do anything as far as, you know, it, it, it didn't get a near fall. That's for sure. Um, but then eventually he did that splash that he does from the top rope that got the win. So mm-hmm. I was like right there. I was like, that's it. Please end it. <laughs> Mercifully. Yes. Please end it. Like I said, I like this match <laughs> a lot better than the January one that the other two had. But it still went on too long. It was too much of, oh, he's about to win it. No. I was about to win it. No, and we do like five times a row. Just fucking annoying. So, <laughs> so there you go. And uh, the the uh, matches that they usually, you know, just like the other ones, uh, with the other regular the reg NXT as I like to call it, which I don't. But yeah, there you go. Um, they also did some pre-show matches that are going to come up on their TV this week. And what's funny about it is, I mean, they're doing a rematch. It's Piper Niven versus Rhea Ripley. I assume Piper Newman's going to win that one, though it says here she didn't, so never mind. I don't know why I started talking before I looked at it. Um, <laughs> it actually doesn't make a sense that if they're going to have Rhea Ripley for the meantime on Reg NXT, <laughs> why why would they give her the win here? I don't know. But the point is, is that that might be pretty good. It was okay last time I seen it, so whatever. You know, their download festival. You're probably like, what the hell is this? Is this where they sit there at computers I've and download things? No, I've heard of it. Okay, good. <laughs> they've, they've, done, they've done it for years now. I know. They just did like six weeks of tapings at that one festival. So the back, the interesting backdrop became really fucking, just really, just, uh, just give me a different backdrop. You know? <laughs> like, like, oh, cool. It's in a tent. Neat. It's in this muddy field. It's, it's got a tent. And then, but then it just like the third week and fourth week and fifth week and sixth week. So I was like, oh, can we stop with the festival shit, please? You're not live from it anymore, right? 
It's been done like for <laughs> six weeks now, and you're still saying you're from it. Anyways, <laughs> um, and the other match was uh, Cassius Ono taking on Sid Scala. I just I'm confused by this because <laughs> because Sid Scala is a fairly scrawny wrestler, and he is a wrestler, but when they started to notice that they had problems, and I had mentioned this before, I think. When I noticed, because the general manager for the show is Johnny Sane, a, a fairly a retired old British wrestler that everybody over there like loves and shit or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making all that shit up. But he's a well-known wrestler over in Britain, and and I actually kind of heard of him before, so you know whatever. But the point is that he can't he can't put two sentences together. It seems like he has a real problem with remembering lines and shit. So the whole point of Sid Scala is he got on screen quote unquote promoted as the assistant to the general manager that's like his title <laughs> right and so he's wearing all his suits and shit and he's been doing this he literally had like maybe like two or three matches on the really early episodes before he did this because he even lost to um dave mastiff on a really early show where he was just wrestling and so this is you know you say what you will about him not having matches he gets more screen time than if he had matches and he's also very good at remembering the lines and doing all that shit that Saint can't seem to do. So, because like Saint will just like say like one like two phrase thing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And, but at the same time, I get it. I'm not really. I don't really have any complaints about it because you know he's limited. So they Sid's in there to make up for the limitation, and he serves his fi- match well and fine. Because you know now, now Johnny Singh has been regulated to Sid just saying, "I'll talk with Johnny Singh about this or something," right? <laughs> so he's kind of like an off-screen guy now, it seems. But um, he's fine. It's just like it's just it just amuses me when I think about that every time. <laughs> I'll, whenever he, the few times he does show up on screen, still, I'll just think, "Oh, Johnny, how you can't remember." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, Cashano defeats him here in this match that they're going to see this week. But I still, I'm still weirded out by it. and want to see how he gets into this match. Um, he probably just goes because Ono in the past has been kind of a, come on, you got any new toys for me to break? Which is weird because he did that in the regular NXT. Now he's on this show doing that, and they got another guy on the same show doing that by the name of what's his goddamn name. Because he, he took on a newcomer this, this past show, right before this uh, pay-per-view. Um, but Joseph Connors, that's who it is. Means nothing to you, but there you go. I was about to say, who? Exactly. Well, now you don't have to <laughs> say who, you know. You still like who, but you still know. <laughs> yes. 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 And uh, while I'm still babbling with no end in sight let's uh just quickly go let me quickly go over SummerSlam, which uh of course you didn't also watch because uh why would you i know that's what i was thinking i'm just gonna go down just quickly highlight things that i i guess i liked i'll put it that way or any any major comments i might have so second match in was goldberg versus dolph ziggler on SummerSlam, 2019 i stole it from you again Damn you. I know. Uh, this one was a minute 50, as expected, Goldberg wins. But uh, the main thing was that Dolph Ziggler then keeps on saying, oh, you didn't beat me. Just 
whatever, you can't leave me down. And of course, he's like, can't even, he's like struggling to get up, but he's still saying all this bullshit. And then Gober comes out, spears him again, walks to the back. He's still talking, comes back out, uh, picks him up, and then pats him on the head like he's not going to do anything. And as he's walking towards the ropes, he bounces off and does it again. So there you go. There was that. Entertaining. There you go. <laughs> um, which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken now, Dolph Ziggler is one half of the Royal Tag Team Champions. You're probably like, how the fuck did that happen? Well, he's yeah. he's or they're challenging for it. I, don't, I can't remember which. But he's with Bob, Bobby Roode. Or Robert Roode, as they're calling it. Him now. Mm. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> Your excitement exudes on the screen here, Mike. On the, on the audio. Yeah. Screen, I'm, screen I'm, audio. I can't wait to tune in, obviously. <laughs> That's right. You definitely can't. Um, Kevin Owens, Sam McMahon. Kevin Owens, Juan. It wasn't exciting. There's a lot of stalling. I mean, a lot of stalling. You got nine minutes and 20 seconds. I guarantee you at least five minutes of that was a bunch of walking around and avoiding each other. Namely, Shane McMahon doing that shit. <laughs> so, fuck that match. I don't uh... care. Exactly. Um, it, one of the new shirts that Kevin debuted, I don't know if it was before this or on the show, but it's, you know how it normally says fight, Owens fight? Now it's mm-hmm. a stun Owens stun because he uses the stunner now as his finisher. He does? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't mind it, but I don't like it. I don't know. But anyways, I'm just <laughs> thinking, how can you stun or fight anybody if you can't get them because they keep avoiding you because this is boring? But anyways, moving on. Um, Charlotte defeating Trish Stratus was not surprising. It went 16 minutes. I'm actually surprised that when I look at that now that it went that long. Wow, that's long. It's uh, it's not the Trish I remember, but I'm not surprised to see it say that. Um, she probably shouldn't have had that long of a match and definitely shouldn't have probably even had a match, but whatever. It was okay. It was definitely not the uh, 2005 Trish Stratus that I thought was my rest- female wrestler of the year. So, but then again, we're not 2005 anymore now, are we? Well, Matt, you know, we got to bring in old legends to do matches because clearly we don't have enough people on our roster <laughs> to fill these spots. That's why we got the boss's son doing matches, too. Is just don't have the talent. No, apparently not. Yeah. Well, we don't have the talent, dot, 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 that they want to actually push. Well, who do they want to push then? Because they got a million people and no one, they don't want to push anyone, apparently. You're not, you're not asking the right person. I know. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're, do, you're doing it wrong, Mike. Um, yeah, don't care about the rest. Uh, Rollins finally took the title off Brock again. Yay. Thanks. Bank account, man. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, obviously, up? he's so good. I know. Look at because his bank he, account. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's how you measure... Great wrestler is size of bank account. Oh, I, I mean the that... fact that he had to go to that, I still can't get over it. It's hilarious. I think uh, I think he was really, I think bank account was his PG way of saying, "Look at my cock." What do you think? Either way, stupid. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Look at my cock. I mean bank account. 
Look at me not watch you wrestle on a bad show. Great. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, what was your overall grade? Just to get to the ending real quick of your thing before we get into the meat of it. For All Out, Mike, from AEW. I gave it a B. Sweet. What was your what was your worst match of the show? Uh, it's hard to say. They were all pretty good, so I didn't have too much of an issue with most any of them. Uh, I guess I guess as far as a uh, rating on my post on my blog, it's the Cody versus Sean Spears match. Uh, and what was your stars? Favorite? And what was your favorite match? Oh, the Triple A World <laughs> Tag Team Championship. Escalera de la Muerte match, of course. <laughs> it was the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. I like their entrances. That oh, was good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cute. Weren't they? Yes. Adorable. Adorable Bucks masks with the antlers yeah. and the ribbons on them. Of course. That was... A thing. It certainly was. <laughs> so uh, you didn't watch the pre-show, and I don't. Not surprised. I usually don't. But I mean, I did up until this show for AEW. I was trying to get a feel for the talent they have, and I'm still yeah. doing that to some extent. But now I got to this one, and I, and I didn't know ahead of time. But a few days before the show, uh, I looked at the what they were putting on it. I was like, Yeah, I don't have to watch that. I don't need to watch that. You don't, want, you don't want to see another Casino Battle Royale with a stupid way to do it? No, I don't like Battle Royals regardless of how you do it. So just stop doing it. But they seem to have a real love for this match type for some reason. I don't know why. It's so bad all the time, no matter what. I don't care who does it and how they do it. It's terrible. I mean, If it's not the Royal Rumble, don't do, a, don't do this shit. Or at least the style of the Royal Rumble. They don't have to call yeah. it the Royal Rumble. I don't, I don't care what you call it, but that's that's what we're calling it, because that's who did it first. I know so. what you call it, a casino battle royale, and just not do it the way they did it. Just do it differently. Do it like a Rumble. <sighs> I don't trust them. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the biggest problem I have is that they have a lot of people, that, a lot of wrestlers that nobody really knows well, or at all, and they have them come out in groups, and then Justin Roberts just names them off, and you're like, well, who's who? That's oh. my biggest problem with it. Mm. I mean, the well, only person that gets any time coming out of the ring was the Joker, and that was Martina, Mercedes Martinez, who I like because I've already seen her on fucking WWE TV. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so I was very familiar with her. I didn't even need that for her. <laughs> I would have picked her out. But see, that's the thing. If you don't have a lot of people you don't can't pick out, then you got to do them one at a time. Even if you, like, they could, just a slight difference. I know you won't like this. I know because you're going to be like against any changes or any reason for anything because it's a battle royal. But <laughs> but even if they're like, here's the suit of people out next. There's the group. And they come out one at a time and then wait till the one, the first one gets down to the end, to like the bottom of the ramp or something. And then they bring out the next one for that group and just mm-hmm. go in like that. That would be a lot better because at least they'd have time to be like singling them out. I still prefer the Royal Rumble way where they just won at a time entrance, but that would be an improvement. We can all agree. Well, you can, but then you have to have the hurdle of uh, any of these schlubs knowing how to work a battle royal worth, worth a damn. So uh, so that's my real problem. 
I didn't say yeah. I was going to fix every problem. Well, that's the <laughs> biggest problem. And I realize. That's why they need to just stop doing it. Because no one does it well. Uh, so. Well, before you go on to the main show, Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans was a chef's kiss. Just so you know. Was it? Yes. Well, I missed it. Oh, well. <laughs> You'll live. I'll live. I don't know. Private Party is fucking great. Man, dude. No, I don't disagree with you. I liked the the previous shows, uh, or whatever. It was one of the other shows where they were also on the pre-show, and I watched that one, and I liked it a lot, and I liked what they had to offer. So Yeah, I think they did better that... here. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I do. That's great, but uh, you're going to have to get on the main card now. Mike's not watching your pre-shows anymore. <laughs> Especially pointless when you got uh, TV now, so coming up. Exactly. Well, I, I, I expect we'll see them on there a lot more, so that's fine. Right. Um, yeah, so this this uh, was AEW's All Out. Uh, the first real match. <laughs> was first a, real match. That's right. was a six-man tag. SoCal Uncensored, uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky versus Love the what they're dubbing the Jurassic Express, which was news to everyone. Uh, <laughs> Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Love them. Uh, what's that? Like them all. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 So <laughs> this... <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, this one was a, a very entertaining match. Really good... Uh, Really good hot tag to Luchasaurus at one point that everyone's talking about. You know if you watched it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I didn't really matter who lost or who won on this one. And the, and the outcome proved it. It's like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's a bunch of fun. And it was. It was fun. So. Yeah. It was a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought it was funny how just about most times, in fact, I think every time that Jim Ross mentioned Jungle Boy. He mentioned he he said Jungle Jack Perry. Why? <laughs> I don't know. And I, and I think it was funny because uh, there was somebody else that was heard comments on, and they said they said is this a thing they're just gonna do randomly now? And I'm like, and I thought to myself, no, no, no. This was only something literally only Jim Ross did. Nobody else did mm-hmm. it. Everyone else yeah. said Jungle Boy. So yeah. Because you know, guys, we gotta get a, I, I don't know. Has he got to bug up his ass? That everyone has to know he's Luke Perry's son. Like, is that important at all? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, that's my own question. Since you weren't there for me. Yeah, sorry, man. I just like had to you. let you let, let, let you hang. I'm sorry. Yeah, like usual. That's me. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, uh. A sudden stoppage in a 23-minute match was Pac defeating Kenny Omega. What you say, Michael? Uh, I thought it was a really good match for the most part. Um, I just didn't like the ending; it just came so quick. Like it's just like he put on the brutalizers, they're calling it. Pac did on Kenny Omega, and it just kind of ended really quickly. It didn't wasn't like he tried to struggle and then tapped out. Or, or passed faded. out, yeah, as right. in this case. Yeah, I don't know. Just The ending kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But uh, I'm looking <laughs> forward to, to Kenny Omega's uh, uh, rise back to prominence at some point. Because um, I assume that's what will happen. Because you can't have this guy be like a mid-carder and then just end his career. Speaking of that, <laughs> I got I got a little bit of beef about their whole wins and losses are going to mean something here. Because a lot of people were 
really, really focused on that when they comment about the, when they just mention or talk about the company. And mm-hmm. this next match really makes me wonder what the hell all that means and what, how they're going to handle it because a singles match, okay, it's, we know what that means. This guy won, this guy lost. Pac won, <clears throat> Omega lost, right? Mm-hmm. One here, one here, right? Um, a triple threat, as in this next match, which is a Crackle Barrel Clash. Uh, 15 minutes, uh, Jimmy Havoc defeats Darby Allen and Joey Janela. If I'm not mistaken, in fact, I know I'm not, uh, Joey Janela was pinned by Jimmy Havoc. Yes. And traditionally, like WB and a lot of other places, the guy that's pinned technically takes the loss, and the other person that was involved in the pin, in this case Darby Allen, isn't considered losing technically. So they might have a singles match later on is typically how it would be done. And so since they're actually keeping track of this shit, you got to tell me what the official way you're going to do this. Does Darby Allen get an L or does he get nothing? Because he definitely doesn't get a win. What yeah. the fuck does he get? Does he get a draw? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't personally care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about this supposed well, wins loss thing, meaning something. The only I don't reason... give a shit personally. Right. The I, I typically don't care either because I guarantee you by the end if by the end of twenty twenty, they will definitely be downplaying that whole thing that they kept on saying that it's gonna mean something. And here's why, because eventually it's gonna be confusing. No one's gonna mm-hmm. know what the fuck the there'll be I guarantee there'll be hardcore ass fucking AEW fans that will keep track of this shit, but their stuff will not match up to whatever the company considers their official yeah. Uh, tallies for each yeah, wrestler. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna lead to stupid stuff like that. Yes, and on top of that, I guarantee you a fan will be keeping track of this, like I said, and will be going and saying, why is this guy getting a world title shot and this guy over here has a better record? What is going on? You said wins and losses mean something. It's yeah. eventually going to be a problem. And it's going to be a it's going to be a pain in their ass. Right. If they worry about that. Whereas in a traditional sports like MMA or a team-based sport like basketball or what have you, you know, you've always got. You don't have triple threat basketball matches. You know, three teams <laughs> where one wins and the other one gets something. One wins, one loses, and the other one's like whatever. Face me in a one-on-one, dude. You know, they're not doing that. So it's never. There's never an issue of thinking about that. But here, you have to think about that. And we shouldn't have to. And I just wish they would have never brought that stuff up because it just. I just feel like they're just gonna. It's just gonna be something stupid that we're gonna have to deal with later. And I just wish that we never had to bother with it to begin with. I agree. You can, you can make a make a, a deal about it and say it's gonna mean something. Just don't tell us that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Anyways, so. Anyway, about this match, which about... I just called a hardcore match because I don't. Uh... First of all, the actual title of the match that they gave it doesn't tell you what it is. And B, uh, fuck Cracker Barrel, racist fucking restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your chicken. Fuck everything. That's not even that good anyway. I don't know why everyone fucking creams their pants over it all of a sudden. Just like Chick-fil-A. Racist fucking bigoted piece of shit organization with... Chicken that tastes just like Kentucky Fried Chicken. So why the fuck am I supposed to get excited about? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, anyway, enough of that crap. Uh, the actual match here, uh, a hardcore match. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I definitely thought it was uh, obviously a very chaotic and wild piece of something, and uh, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely piece entertaining. Of something. It was definitely entertaining. Let me tell you. Uh, right. Just. Just mayhem all over the place. Havoc, if you will. Uh, so uh, uh, I will. 
more praise. Oh, you will. Yes. So uh, I was really, uh, I, I thought it was kind of funny when Havoc got got uh, got ti- got taped to a chair right away. I was like, you know, you could just struggle and get out of that. It's not like you're fucking like beaten up yet. I don't know. I just thought that was funny to me. And then <laughs> they put the put the <laughs> the thumbtacks into his mouth. <laughs> taped it shut yeah Yeah. fucking crazy people anyway they're entertaining I I was actually thinking about this during the match while I was watching it like like if these guys were around when originally CW was going they would totally fit in there yeah no kidding (laughs) they're prime material for that shit (laughs) yeah what was that Darby Allen bringing in a fucking skateboard with tacks on the bottom yeah that's right and some of them did come off onto I think it was who, who Joey Janela. Yeah, Janela took yeah. it. Mm-hmm. He likes taking tax. It's pretty obvious. He does. I think they all love it. They all love it. Especially him. Yes. <laughs> I, one of my favorite things about about these matches they've been having with these three guys overall is that is the people who whine about this, like, this is stupid. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not your thing. Move Move on with your life. It's okay. I mean, they've already AEW's already been pretty obviously making their cards, you know, have a lot of different variety of matches. So clearly, they're not going to be everything to one, you know, to one demographic. It's going to be a lot of things to a lot of people. So I don't know why people get all over bent out of shape about this fucking shit. I just want to see good shit. I don't care what kind of shit it is, really. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Just damn car wreck entertainment, you know, as it goes. Especially that coffin drop with that barrel and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I was, when I saw him get up there and put it behind his back, I was like, you're doing exactly what I think you're going to do, and I know you're going to miss, because nobody wants to take that bump. <laughs> Not even the other two f- crazy fucks in this match. Only, only, only Darby Allen wants to take that bump. <laughs> right. And so, therefore, exactly what happened. No one took yeah. it but him. And that put him out for the for the last for the match, for the rest yeah. of it, the little bit that was left. Yeah. So. so then we had tag team match. It was Dark Order, and a most I gotta mention I gotta mention before I go into this match. Dark Order, what is with this shit, man? You got this one guy with these <laughs> creepers and shit, and he's called Evil Uno and shit. Then he got his partner Stu Grayson, who doesn't have any evil weird name. It just sounds like a normal name, and he looks like a normal guy. They don't. They don't match at all. I don't understand. It, it, I don't get it either. That, as far as that's concerned, I, I looked. I looked the team up, and I was like, "Were they always like this?" Yeah, they were always like this. Now there was not a dark element to it before, uh-huh. but they were still the guy. The guy with the mask and the mask, and the other guy looked the same and shit. And I was just like, "You guys don't match. You don't look like a tag team at all." The only reason I associate you together is because you don't match, and that's just the way you've come out for some reason. But <laughs> whatever. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that whole thing, but whatever, it is what it is. Uh, there's worse things to complain about. And uh, anyways, the Dark Order defeated the best friends to receive a bye in the upcoming tag team championship tournament to crown new champions, first champions. Yeah, that's it. So. Sure. Uh-huh. What do you think about this match? I That was okay. I was fine with it. I, I, I felt like, based on other shows... Uh, review shows I was listening to reviews of it. I felt like I liked it more than most people did. Oh uh, really? Okay. I I thought it was really good. I uh, thought they put a lot of effort into the, the in-ring action, and uh, it was pretty decent, pretty good. 
Um, I, I mean, I agree with everyone when they're like, this Dark Order shit's not really working too well. It's not, it's not doing much for me either. So, but I don't know. I feel like it's still early, so I'm just not, I'm not that big of a deal yet to me, but everyone else is like, get it off my TV. I don't know. Anyway, so. Well, I thought uh, that, uh, the, my favorite, uh, performer in the match was Mr. Evil Uno. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually did think that he was the better one. He seemed to have the most interesting spots and stuff to me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had the, what was it? The blackout after the match. Mm-hmm. And then we had the lights come back on and it was orange Cassidy. If y'all don't know, he's the guy with the hands in his pockets. <laughs> he's, and, he's the Yamazaki, but real life. That's right. That's right. I was trying to think about that earlier today. I was like, what's that character? I can't remember. Ryuji <laughs> Yamazaki from King of Fighters. Yeah, that's right. Yep. He's playing pocket pool when he does moves to you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't need to know that, but sure. <laughs> Leave it to your imagination, but keep it out of mind. Um, but anyways, yeah. So he just, they had a bunch of those creepers outside and he just dove through or over the top rope, whatever the fuck. Still his hands in his pocket because he's still playing pocket pool as he's diving. And That's right. And he gets up and gets in the ring again. And he gets uh, Taylor and Breda to hug him because they're all friends. That's right. As he's doing nothing but just the same look on his face as he still has his hands in his pocket. Yeah, exactly. He's basically the he's basically the, the meat of the uh, of the hug sandwich. That's right. Which I thought was pretty funny. So Yes, yes it was. <laughs> yeah, I, it's kind of funny when I first saw him, it was like I forget what show it was previously they did where he showed up and just did some lame kicks with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, and then got eliminated. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was really dumb. But, but I can kind of I I kind of see the appeal of him. I really kind of do. Uh huh. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see more obviously on the TV show. I'm right. Sure, so. Yeah, because he's but, definitely yeah. he's def. Whereas last time he wasn't, I don't think he was signed with him yet. Whereas now he is. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I can see the appeal. So I can see the appeal of some. Some like I mean I'm I'm lazy so you know it appeals to me. <laughs> is that what it is? I'm like <laughs> that's yeah. right, Matt. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we had the uh, winner will face the battle royal winner from the pre-show, Nyla Rose. It is uh, that will crown the first women's champion on their first TNT uh, episode, and it is Riho, and she defeated. <laughs> I'm passing off to you. I know. I tried to be seamless, but you just didn't let it. I can't have it. I can't have it. I got to point right, it out. That's funny. Let's try it again. Okay. Riho uh-huh. defeated Hikaru Shida. Thank you. Yeah. It's not that hard. Hikaru Shida. <laughs> yeah. Now that I know how to say it. <laughs> uh, Hikaru Shida was the only time she appeared was in a, a match also featuring Riho and a f- bunch of others. Uh, Joshi wrestlers uh, on at Double or Nothing. Uh, so, right. So uh, yeah, she looks nice familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like this match, but I it wasn't like blowing me away or anything. Maybe I'm being way too unfair. I don't know. What'd you think? I thought it was really good. Uh, I right. gave it four stars out of five. I thought it was excellent match. Uh, I definitely they definitely have done better among the Joshi wrestlers on previous shows they had in matches, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. but I like this one. It was pretty good. 
for some reason, you know, like obviously Riho had been on all the shows at this point, right? Or most yes. of them. Yeah. Yep, all of them. So I I've seen because the only I didn't I didn't watch what was the last one. Five for the fall. I didn't watch that one, but I watched the others for it, and I'd seen her. But for some reason, I guess because most of them were either tags or triple, uh, you know, like they six, were. Ma- six person matches. Yeah, yeah, they were all larger matches. So I didn't get a real sense of how small she was, mm-hmm. but oh my god, it was so stuck out here, especially against uh, against uh, passing off again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He got her sheet. Oh shit. Enough time goes by, and I'm like, how do you say it again? Um, but anyways, yeah, just just the size difference. And then the fact that she's going to face now Nyla Rose is going to be more ridiculous. Yeah. At least small. And like, they were even pointing it out in this match where they weren't doing it previously. They kept mentioning she's like 98 pounds and shit or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just to accentuate that she's going to – I kind of almost I – mean, I guess not really, but I was almost like, yeah, the, you know, typical wrestling uh, history shows, they like doing the big – Versus small, you know, types of matches, mm-hmm. and so when when they were really harping on the uh, the size, the Rio's like weight and whatnot, I was just immediately like, okay, well she's winning because clearly, I mean, I already knew at that point anyway, but I was like, well, clearly no no one's fooled that she's 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 obviously going to win because you're you're harping on how light she is versus the person who won the pre-show battle royal, so. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, it was. I feel like the she, even if they didn't do that, I feel like the outcome was pretty obvious on this one anyway, um, because she's been featured on all the matches. She has only seen seen once before on their shows, so it wasn't a shock to me. <laughs> at all. No, it wasn't to me either. Like when I saw the result before I seen the match, I was not shocked at all. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> even before I knew how light she was. <laughs> <laughs> a teeny. Um, <laughs> next match we had was uh, Cody versus uh, Sean Spears. Um, Sean came out with Tully Blanchard. I thought that entrance was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then we had a, then we had a Cody coming out, and well, I'll get to that. Um, but anyways, uh, first we saw Brandy, and I was like, "What is this Seven of Nine shit?" Um, like in Star Wars Deep Space Nine. No, that's a uh, that's Voyager. What? Seven Nights from Voyager. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> she might have been on Deep Space Nine like as a guest, a guest appearance here and there. Yeah, you're that's right. happened before. Other, I actually remember someone else I was listening to talk about the show, and they kept saying Deep Space Nine. So they, they were cl- wrong. They clearly. Well, yeah, and then, in <laughs> fact, I should have realized that because he said I wasn't really a Trekkie, but my friends are. I was like, oh, well, that explains why you don't know. Um, you jackass. Anyways, so. <laughs> Yeah, I just like what? What is this Star Trek shit? Like I saw her. What? What is this seven to nine bullshit? <laughs> That's what I thought. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, Donald's page comes on. He's got one of the black shirt, one of the Starfleet shirts, like shirts with the red top and the black bottom mm-hmm. part of the shirt. And I was just like, you know, the red shoulders. And, the, and I was just like. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going for. What the what, what what's this random Star Trek reference shit? <laughs> Didn't seem to have a reason other than just because. Yeah, exactly. Um. And was it uh, M- M- MJF was MJF. coming out? Yep. And he had the same shirt, but it was instead of red, it was yellow. Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually they come out with, uh, you know, obviously Cody and everything. 
and he well Cody's they they come out the tunnel and he's already out there raised on some platform and shit and they, of course they bring out the fucking dog and I'm so tired of the dog okay and then this accentuated it because because the fucking dog was fucking like scared of the pyro and shit yeah I'm just like you, you immediately wanted to go back <laughs> I wish they would have just let him go just like just let, let go the leash let him go Where's he gonna go? Uh, <laughs> it was just so stupid. I was like, "Stop it! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not with your dog. Okay, just stop. <laughs> Whatever that means. I just. I don't. I don't want to see the dog anymore. Oh come on, mate! You, you're excited for the the first uh, the first dog on human match. <laughs> what? Come on. Pharaoh's gonna have a match. We all know this, right? I just hope joking. not. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, next thing you know, they have us wrestling a bear or something. No. Anyways. Um, <laughs> because of five style, baby. Yeah. Okay. I'll shove a tree up your ass. Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned because of five. So there you go. That's um, right. Shove it up. That's right. Uh, so Cody wins, defeating Sean Spears. Uh, there was a spot in the match where Arnesta came out, and I was thinking, oh, he's gonna do a spine buster, and Jared's gonna say spine on the pine, and sure enough, that's happened too. I must be really good with the predictions this week, because <laughs> as soon as he, because I was thinking he's gonna say it before any, before Arnesta even got down to the bottom of the ramp and shit, and I'm just like, he's gonna say it, he's gonna say it. And then he says Spinebuster, and I'm like, okay, stop there. But then he doesn't. He says it right after. I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means, but stop there. Uh, uh, oh, my God. He gets too excited about that. Um, so we haven't mentioned what you thought, so tell me what you thought. I thought it was an okay match, but I really but I actually did rate it lower because I thought the outcome was dumb. I thought Sean Spears should have won. I agree. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be, like, getting over this heel character he's doing, which I think is pretty good so far. And then you just fucking destroy it, like, immediately. He's like, oh, I immediately get my revenge. Why? Why do you immediately get your revenge, Cody? Why? Why? Why do you got to get all your revenge all the time, Cody? (sighs) Yeah, I know. I just, I'm like, come on. Like, Cody losing would have done nothing to hurt him. Sean losing definitely hurt him, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Like, what is he now? Nothing. He's a nothing. So, good fucking job. That's how I feel about it. And I actually heard somebody, uh, like, on something I have listened to about this show, where they were, like, where they said that they thought that all the right uh, people went over, and I'm like, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> and that was this was the match that I was like, you're wrong on. <laughs> you're just wrong. You're so just wrong. wrong. So, yeah. It was okay, I guess. I wasn't super big into the a bit of overbooking, you know, that tends to go with these matches, but because we got to do that for some reason. Hey, like you said earlier, not every match is for everybody. Correct. So this get over and move me. on, Mike. Just like you said, other people. Once you practice, it. I have. I've moved on. All right, good. <laughs> so then we had our. Triple A World Tag Team Championship match. Lucha Brothers defending against the Young Bucks, and they did successfully defend for sure. They sure did. 
And what kind of match was it, Mike? Escalera de la Muerte. All right. Favorite match, huh? Yes. I like ladder matches quite a bit. They tend to uh, bring the cheers and the fun. So <laughs> this was no exception. Best match was best move of the match was the dive through the the middle of a ladder and doing a what was it the Canadian destroyer through a table? Yeah. Or, did it? Did it? As far as I know, it wasn't through a table with that particular one. Okay, but it was there was one later that was like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Where it didn't go, it didn't go through the ladder, but it did go out to the outside. From the mm-hmm. ring to the outside. I think that's what yeah. happened. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the one Excellent. the one through the ladder was uh, Phoenix doing it on, who knows, one of the young bucks. I can't tell. Doesn't I don't matter. remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Good. It was very good, yeah. And then what was surprising is that kind of like in a similar way that you got, like, like we both got surprised by that turnbuckle, quote-unquote, breaking in the UK show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um when all of a sudden, like one of the bucks takes off the uh, mask of uh, Pentagon Junior, mm-hmm. and suddenly he's got to be like, "Oh, my face! Don't look at my face! You know, look at my face, my face, <laughs> my face." Um, face. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised that I was hoping they'd retain because I was just like, "They don't need to keep trading this title back and forth. Come on now." And uh, so uh, when he because mask taken off, I thought for sure that he'd be out of the match for the rest of the time. But luckily, they're just like, no, you just put it back on. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. Got to see his hair, though. His hair. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Sierra Mieto or something. It's Mieto. Okay. Mieto. Got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing that, too. Um, then our main event mm-hmm. we had crowning the new AEW world champion Adam Page against Chris Jericho. Who do you think was winning this one, Mike? Man, I didn't know because I was I was like it could go either way for a couple of reasons. One, I could see Adam Page winning because he's the fresh it's a fresh new place and a fresh new face and <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But then I'm like, but they might put it on Jericho because he's the opposite. He's the established guy to bring in the casual fans watching when they start their their show on uh-huh. TNT. And I was like, well, to me, I think that's the right way to go. And they actually did that, so thankfully. Because I don't think that Adam Page is just, he doesn't have the aura. He doesn't have the, uh, he doesn't have the in-ring work to me to really deserve a top title yet or even be in a main event personally so like he did a lot of growing over the 2018 when he was in new japan a lot of people you hear a lot of people said that at the time and that's how i kind of felt the second half of that year was pretty big uptick from the first half of the year and but the problem is though is that he hasn't really been able to build on that because this is a new company now that he's a part of and so there hasn't been many shows and there hasn't been a lot of build to anything <laughs> Because it's just, it's just the nature of getting started. So so uh, I feel like this is definitely the right decision to make sure that they uh, that they uh, make him chase it, if that's the direction they want to go at some point. But I don't know that that should be anytime soon. 
Yeah. What okay. do you, What do you think, Matt? Do you agree? Okay. Well, I was pretty certain the whole time they were putting on Jericho because, like you said, established star brings in casual fans. And I don't fault a new company for doing that. I mean, I I thought about how you know Jimmy Snuka was the first ECW champion, mm-hmm. and back in their Eastern Championship days before they went to extreme, <laughs> or went to extreme. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> And I looked back a lot at those titles, uh, all three of those titles, the, the tag and the TV title too as well. And all of them had old established guys, even if they weren't like well-known, you know, like even like, uh, I was trying to think who else had it because it wasn't just Snuka, but he was the first one. And I was like, it makes sense to bring him in, but you can't rely on them in the long run. It's basically, hey, get some get some eyes on your product by having guys hold the top title or some of your titles in your company that nobody that everyone's no know, knows so that they can make oh is Jimmy Snook the ECW champion? Oh my I watch that, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh Trish Jericho's the EW champion. Oh I know him, I'll watch that. And then that way by extension you get them tuning in and getting used to who and getting to know the new guys. So when they have the title then they become a draw, which is the whole point of it. But you can't go to you can't do what ECW, what WCW did was oh we're gonna bring in Hogan we're gonna have him win the title in the first match and then we're gonna just never stop relying on him, which is their problem, <laughs> which is why the, there was a lot of problems with that company. But WCW was hampered by a lot of things and that was one of them was that they just kept on uh, t- t- worrying too much about how we need to have these established stars all the time. I mean, it's like fucking like uh, six years later, you're still doing that. It's like so stupid, you know? And well, by then it was too little too late. They hadn't built enough people. The only, the only people during that Monday Nitro time period that they really uh, built stars on their own was Domino's Page and Goldberg, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. You can't say Sting because he was already made. And he was made during the NWA days when they were still with them. So, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just, it's just the, Everybody else was just not treated as as a top person ever, so it didn't work. No matter what you did. Yep. What a downer ending. Nah, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> we'll get through it. Yes, hopefully. I, I yeah, I, as far as the match quality here, Jericho and Page, I thought it was thought it was fine. It was pretty good. But I wasn't super into it. And the funny thing is, when uh, when after Jericho got uh, got uh, his eye busted open or whatever it was, yeah, I was like, I was thinking literally, like this makes not much sense because he's supposed to be the heel. But I feel like I almost felt like it was like now he was gonna get redemption from this happening to him, and he was gonna win it. I don't know. Just that's how it felt to me when I was watching this match. So, you actually got a good point because I think that is what I th- I don't remember I forgot about it, but now that you say it, I actually had similar thoughts because like it just seems like that um, Jericho was getting beaten down and bloodied and all that stuff, and that just sounds like something a heel would do. Yeah. Yet we're looking exactly. at a face do it, uh-huh. and the whole point of yeah, you know, the whole point is to get heat on the baby face. Or on the heel so that the babyface can overcome it. But if he's has no problem up to this point and never seems to have much adversity, then it kind of just evens out and is kind of eh. 
Which is yeah. what apparently you're feeling, so. Yeah, a bit, yeah. It wasn't bad, but they definitely got to gotta take their time to to build uh, Paige up. And they need to, he needs to work on his, his ring work better in addition to everything else. Because, as I said, he has, he has a good momentum going at it in, in New Japan last year, but he just couldn't, by circumstance of being a new company, he didn't really have the ability to keep that momentum going. So now he's got to build it back up again. Correct, so. sir. Uh, and when I look at the uh, current uh, roster that they have, especially for the male wrestlers, I don't see a whole lot of made names that they can rely on, to be quite honest. Like, obviously, Chris... I mean, Chris Daniels, people might know, but, you know, he was never in WWE, so it was it's more of a, you might know him. Obviously, Cody's one of them. Um, I, I'm sure Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes won't be used all that much, except for periodically, you know, things here and there. John mm-hmm. Moxley, of course, Kenny Omega, and... Uh, uh, just I'm just looking. I'm mainly worried about like singles guys, and I just yeah, there's there's nothing else. It's just like three guys, three or four guys, which is yeah. fine for the moment. But they definitely need to. And I also kind of feel like that almost Omega just kind of looks bad at this point. Well, because he's taking too many losses. Yeah, and especially when a company that said what Mike wins when, and losses matter, man. Yeah, apparently they don't. Apparently they I, do to an extent, but whatever. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, he's gonna. I feel like Omega's gonna have some kind of redemption at some point, uh, where he'll fight probably for the top title and win it over time. I don't know how soon that'll be, but that's what I expect. Well, I hope so. Well, me too. <laughs> I do too. I hope so. Okay. Yes. Neat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think I mentioned this. I was going to talk about it real quick, so I'll just say that my predictions of the King of the Ring that are going on right now, and uh, uh, I'm very good at this. I'm very, I'm very good at at least once. I'm, like, good at half and half, you know what I mean? So it's typically, like, 50% win rate here. Uh, where the raw side, it seems like I'm getting, like I'm getting one half of the raw side, one half of the SmackDown side wrong, but getting the other two half, the other half right on each side. So like I, uh, I said Corbin will win all his matches up this point, and he has, and uh, he'll face Smojo and Ricochet in a triple threat match because those two went to a draw for some reason, whatever. And then I also called that uh, Chad Gable would go over oh no I didn't fuck I don't know I don't know what I did <laughs> I'm confusing myself but anyways, uh, so anyways here's how it looks right now the semifinals are done are ready to go so you got that triple, stupid triple threat match for dumb, dumb reasons uh, Simone Joe and Ricochet and Baron Corbin in the triple threat and then you got on the other side you have Elias versus Chad Gable so sorry Mike no Andrade Almas he's out <laughs> no, you don't really care. It's all right. You don't no, even no, watch no. It. I, I don't really care. No. 
Ricochet's going to win, man. Come on, man. Ricochet's going to win. I think it's going to be Elias. Ew. <laughs> if Ricochet's not winning, it's it's ew. That's just what it is. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Well, if Samoa Joe wins, it's not bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those two. <laughs> Those two. <laughs> what, Chad Gable winning is going to... That's not happening. No, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's either going to be... I just I just think that Elias and Corbin... Oh, God. Okay. When I think about it, here's, what I, who is, here's who I have pegged for the finals. I have Elias versus Ricochet. And I have Elias winning. No. Ugh. No, no, no. Well, it's not that great because my original prediction was Corbin was winning it. So, you know, there you go. Hey, hey, he used to be known as King Ricochet, so he's winning. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But a lot of people thought for some reason Drew McIntyre was winning. He didn't even make it out of first round. <laughs> And I knew he wasn't going anywhere because the, he's 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 in that spot I like to call the 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 Dolph Ziggler spot where he just they just we're high on him but we don't really want to push him so we're just not gonna okay 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 we're just not gonna push okay great whatever what a waste anyway yep it sure is <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would come back down to NXT honestly well enough other people have so yeah why not well. A few people have so far. Right. <laughs> right. All right. I know what you mean. Like his one-offs yeah. or something. So, yeah. Killian Dane and uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Tyler Breeze. Yep. So. And Alexander Wolf's on, on the UK, UK side. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of Imperium. Yes. I am Imperium, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the it. Elite. It's the Elite. Come on, Matt. Steely, but for UK. That's what it is. That probably is what it is. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> sure. And just as a, a side note, apparently the AEW title was stolen. Okay. I don't care. I'm I don't care sure if it was. I don't care if, if they, it wasn't. If they have another one, or if they need to make another one, I'm sure they'll do that because they kind of have to. They're billionaires. They can afford it. That's why I don't care. That's also why I don't give a shit. It's probably some overzealous fans like, oh god, I need to vote. I need to take it away from. Uh, I just, I just don't. I don't know. I was told about it by somebody else on Twitter initially, and I was just like, I know he'd probably tell me because he thinks I give a shit. I just don't. I don't care. It's just a title. They can make another one. They're billionaires. It's not. It's not an interesting worry for me. Oh no, AEW is gonna crash because they don't have their fucking world title belt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what anyone would exp- really like. The people that take it too seriously, I don't know what they're thinking. But that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, don't care. And on top of that, everyone's like, yeah, he was at a was at a restaurant. He was at a restaurant with Get I get another fucking thing that tells says he's at an airport terminal. So, which the fuck is it? It makes me believe it didn't even happen because nobody can get their fuck. Like, that's completely different. 
Like, oh, he's at a restaurant, and then he's at a fucking well, uh, airport. Well, what? Make up your damn mind. Get your life straight. Get your life straight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. I, I don't. I, I don't even care if it's true. I don't care at all. But if you're gonna tell me a fucking story about how the AW title was fucking stolen, get your place and when it happened correct. And all synced. Get on the same page. If you're gonna lie, do it like Republicans do. Get on the same page and all do the same lie. Ugh, liberals, they don't know how to lie well. God. Anyway, yeah, I don't care. They're, they're, they're gonna have one if they they're gonna have to make they're gonna make a new one if they have to, and if they don't if they don't have to because they already have a, a spare, then there you go. So whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm sure it won't mean a damn thing in the end. That's right. Case closed. No one cares. <laughs> but we care about the show and sure hope you lovely viewers do. Lovely viewers, listeners, aka listeners, love the show too because we love you. Chef's kiss. And uh, so that's, that'll do it for this episode and uh, catch us on Twitter. You know, that place I found out about stolen championship belt <laughs> it's at space suplex and uh, you can go to heartarchive.wordpress.com for the wonderful other episodes also heart nights archive on itunes is how you can find this podcast or you can go to the aforementioned links in on twitter or the blog to find Everything you need. It's all interlinked. It's all wonderful. Just like Mike over here with his godforsaken social media accounts. They are terrible. <laughs> um, I didn't say they were terrible. I just said they were godforsaken. I don't. Well, that's that too. That's that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, they're terrible. Uh, I'm awful on uh, Twitter. Usagi seven zero four. You can find me on Instagram at that awful place with my awful account. Uh, just put an underscore between letters and numbers, and you get the same thing. And then, uh, it's like 704 at WordPress.com, which mostly includes uh, these days uh, the these wrestling shows and the aforementioned ratings uh, that I do. Though I am planning on uh, putting some more gaming back on there uh, soon. So look forward to that, I guess, if for, for the nobody who reads it. So cool. I read it. I'm a somebody. Oh, you're definitely a somebody, but uh, I win. When it's when it, when it, but when it's few people, it's it's nobody. Okay. So anyway, fine. <laughs> Come on, you know how it works. So am I simultaneously a somebody and a nobody? Yes. Okay. Well, at least we got that figured out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>